We talked a little bit on the panel about the idea of everyone being responsible for pulling the onshin cord, which is a, a concept from uh, Japanese manufacturing yeah. in the Toyota production system, that if you're anyone along the production line sees something, they need to pull the cord and stop the line so that you can drive out that defect. And I think applying that idea to, to security response, to security vulnerabilities, to security alerts is something that we're trying really hard to implement at Slack, and I think we've had some really good success with that. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk. My name is Lee Honeywell. I'm a senior staff security engineer over at Slack. I'm Ari Rubenstein. I'm a senior staff security engineer at Slack. And I just heard you talking on Wendy's panel. And one of the things that DevOps is really interested in is the concept of unicorns. And you guys were talking a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, I think we had a couple of different definitions of unicorns going there. Um, the, the idea that to be a unicorn is to be doing exciting, innovative, agile work around security. I think that's that's a more interesting one than talking about people's valuations. I don't know, valuations are pretty good. <laughs> there's, some, there's some cool non, non-unicorn companies doing cool security work and yeah. exploring in the open source field. Uh, for instance, like Facebook is working on OS query and open sourcing that entire project. That's mm. really, really beneficial. Yeah, and that's something that, you know, uh, Facebook is a pretty huge poster child in terms of DevOps, in terms of continuous deployment. So having that server-side monitoring of, of what's happening on your machines, it's just adding another layer to the to the onion. When people think of Slack, I don't think they immediately go to the security aspect. I think there's actually a lot of really interesting security features that uh, Slack has, both on what we're doing on an engineering side, as well as what we're, what we're providing to users. Um, whether it's, you know, uh, Standard and Plus teams are able to enforce two-factor authentication across their entire user base, different types of users, restricted accounts, uh, being able to bring third parties into your team in a controlled fashion, uh, everything from that to compliance exports, the, the, the different ways that you can take your, your Slack log data and integrate that with your existing SIM infrastructure and get really useful, interesting data around where your users are coming from. Um, and what kind of behavior they're having. I think there's a, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah, anything going on with chatbots with you guys? Uh, actually, one of our coworkers, um, Ryan, if you go to slack.engineering, our, our engineering blog just wrote up a blog post around uh, a chatbot that does distributed security alerting. So moving beyond just the idea of a centralized SIM to getting your users acknowledging security uh, security requests using a two-factor token, so a YubiKey in our case. 
since we're growing really, really fast, we can't just hire a 40-person security team and say, hey, we're going to process every alert by ourselves and we'll let you know if there's trouble. We have to actually look at different opportunities to say, hey, can we actually train our, our developers or can we train anyone in our company to recognize bad activity or at least be able to speak up about it? We talked a little bit on the panel about the idea of everyone being responsible for pulling the Anshin cord, which is a, a concept from uh, Japanese manufacturing yeah. in the Toyota production system that if you're anyone along the production line sees something, they need to pull the cord and stop the line so that you can drive out that defect. And I think applying that idea to, to security response, to security vulnerabilities, to security alerts is something that we're trying really hard to implement at Slack, and I think we've had some really good success with that. We've also been rolling this into our development lifecycle where uh, instead of giving all of our developers, here's all of the OWASP things, or here's the entire resource uh, just go read just, the wiki. Just go read the OAuth's top ten and you'll be good. Um, basically creating resources to help uh, prepare them for that and say, this is kind of what this is going to be. This is kind of what XSS is. This is kind of what SQL injection is. If you would like to read more, here's some better open resources for it. But getting it in a more consumable format for anyone to look at. Giving them the condensed version that's highly customized to our particular environment so that they're going to get the most value um, immediately in terms of the code that they're writing. That's been something that Ari's been doing a lot of work on. So we can basically say, here's the OAuth's top 10, here's basically what these are, but this is how we deal with it in our code base, and this is how you can follow through and continue to mitigate these threats by using these safe libraries or using these approved functions or not using these, these blacklisted libraries. As far as uh, the engineering shop is concerned, are you using automation? Are you using DevOps principles for what you're doing? We have a lot of uh, linting and static analysis stuff uh, in flight right now in terms of stuff that we're developing. Some of it is already in practice. Some of it is, is on the roadmap. Yep. We have a, a fully automated code deployment system with built-in code verification, and it's all mm. uh, linked back to Slack, so I can say, hey, Lee, can you review my code? And, she and it'll can, send me a Slack notification. Yeah, and she can thumbs up and say, it's totally cool, or say, oh, it's not cool, or hey, I don't want to review this, can you ask this person to do that instead? And this is actually a technical requirement to be able to ship into production. So we can use a system to tie into other resources like static analysis or linting or be able to identify bad practice and say, hey, this is not actually okay. Or, hey, you're touching this file and this file. Usually when people touch it, bad things happen. You need to talk to these three specific people to make sure that that's okay. So you're, you're building corporate memory that way then. Yep. Yeah, and that's definitely, I mean, one of the key features of Slack itself is being able to have visibility into the history of the company, the history of the product, to say, so our secure development lifecycle process, um, it's, it's traceable to see, we checked off this item on the secure development lifecycle Trello board, it maps to this chat log, here's the, here's the context and the discussion uh, around how that decision was made, how that risk, risk assessment was made for that particular feature. We can go back in time, and if we have a lot of bug bounty reports from a one feature for we had XSS pop up twice, we want to understand why. And when we said we were okay with XSS, are, are our resources as a security team, are they not good enough? Should we improve this? Should we help out with training? Or should we change libraries? So we have the ability to look back in time with Slack and say, hey, what was the discussion around the time when this decision was made? So we're able, able to evolve our process in a lightweight way if we get... You know, as Ari said, if we get a lot of bug bounty reports about a particular feature, um, we can look back at how we developed that feature and say, oh, hey, maybe we need a little bit more guidance on this particular type of attack. Maybe we didn't, didn't have any guidance on this type of attack and we need to write some up or mm -hmm. contribute it back. Yeah, and just having it be 
able to adapt to the changing security landscape as new categories of attacks are being discovered, we're able to put guidance into the process in terms of how to mitigate them. You guys are two years old. Not you guys, but the company <laughs> is two years old. Massive, massive growth so fast. What's, go, what's coming next? Well, Enterprise is, uh, is on the radar. I bet. It's um, yeah. coming, I think it's... I can't remember which quarter it is, but it's this year. We're working very hard to add the security features that our customers need to deploy this in an enterprise environment. Yeah, we're, we're always listening to feedback from customers about what they want. You know, if you have any questions, tweet at Slack HQ and we'll uh, be, do our best to answer them because we're trying our hardest. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller and music provided by the George Cole Quintet. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk.